hey, welcome to Transform Pain to Power, the podcast about what it really takes to resolve pain and the simple, unconventional yet proven techniques to get you there most quickly. Listen in for high-level creative conversation to inspire you to engage with the life that you want in a body that you love. Hey, just want to do a brief intro here because after I recorded the podcast yesterday, I was lying in bed and it suddenly struck me that although this particular equation for pain relief makes a lot of sense to me, if you are new to me, it might be very, seem very like out of the box and unexpected. If you've been listening to my podcast and you follow me in any way, it will be right in line with everything that I say and it won't seem surprising. However, the kind of typical equation for pain relief might be something like uh, include like diet, exercise, sleep, or something like this. And it's not that I am poo-pooing any of those things. Yes, diet, exercise, sleep. But what I'm offering in this podcast is deeper and broader than that. It goes more into how you orient yourself in your situation into the being uh, part of the equation and not the doing. When you get into the being and, and clarify what it means at that level, then the doing part becomes more effective because it's not so much what you do that matters, but how you are in yourself as you do it. That's what makes the difference. And that's what makes the difference that lasts. So I think that's enough of an intro to set the stage. So I will move on to our regular programming. Welcome to episode 38. I'm your host, mind body specialist and pain relief expert, Molly Jager. I'm so glad you're here. Welcome. Today, I'm going to talk about time. I'm going to talk about the struggle of waking up, going through the day, day after day, <laughs> week after week, and forgetting that change can happen because you experience through time things that are similar. I'm going to talk about that. I'm going to talk about how that is a major obstacle to pain relief and how to get over it, how to get beyond that time-limited frame of mind. And for those of you who get off on getting strategies and tools, I am going to share some of those with you and you can use them. However, the primary value of this episode will just be to have the reminder that things take time and why it can be so difficult to remember that so that when you experience forgetting it in the future, you'll have the awareness of this, that it happens, and you'll be able to pull that out and reconnect with your intention. So part of today's episode is going to include what I'm calling the equation for pain relief. 
because I want to create something that you can kind of visualize easily and you can pull it out in those moments when you need reminding. And before I launch into that, I want to share with you some information that you might want to know, which is that I'm going to be doing a number of free offers this week, some workshops, uh, sorry, this month, the whole month of October. I'm going to be doing several awareness through writing workshops, mind-body movement workshops, and some coaching. I'm starting an intimate group process in November. Whether or not you are interested in that group process, I highly recommend that you come to these free offerings because they're going to be amazing. As always, I love to walk you through an experience so that you actually get something out of each offering. And also, it will just give you an idea of what the process entails. Because I think we have a, a lot of hopes and wishes and thoughts about what it should be. So going through some of these offerings this with me this month will give you a sense of what it actually looks like to resolve ongoing pain, tightness, tension issues in your body that make life uncomfortable. <laughs> that's the idea and that's what we're going to explore. So I hope you join me. Now, I want to share with you something that somebody wrote to me in response to the Mind Body Movement Taster course that I offered for free as part of the Feldenkrais Awareness Summit. Now, if you weren't a part of the summit, I'm going to give you some instructions for how to access that. So let me tell you what she wrote. Catherine L. wrote to me, I wasn't interested in finding another teacher, but just thought, uh, let's give yours a quick go. And then in, in bold and underlined, she writes, but I was totally blown away by yours. <laughs> oh my gosh, you seem to express the very words my poor old battered nervous system has been underlined seeking for decades. Molly! Exclamation point. <laughs> I've just done the first lesson of the taster course. And the entire experience was what my body needed. Not the lesson, but the how to be. The lesson was providing this platform. What a gift. Thank you, Molly. I wanted to share that with you because I've had a little bit of a back and forth with Catherine about this comment. Um, because what she talks about is exactly the intention and the aim of the kinds of mind-body movement lessons that I offer, but everything. It's not about what is actually being done, but the how, the experience of it, and that it's providing a platform for what you see in this um what we experience from this quote is that this is really the expression of someone who's had an, an embodied realization in themselves, an embodied experience of the joy of being a human in a body, living on this earth. I mean, that message was full of joy, was full of love, 
really, and coming straight from her experience. And moments like that are really the building blocks for resolving chronic pain over time, right? Because we're taking away real estate from certain neurons and reestablishing connections in other areas with other kinds of sensations, with other kinds of emotions in the body-mind system, right? So we're breaking up the pattern and creating new experiences for your nervous system to soak in. So if you want access to this mind-body movement taster course, the only way you can get it now is via my Facebook group. So you have to join in the Facebook group if you're not in there already. And in there are instructions. I think there's a post I'll pin to the top and you can get access to the course via the Facebook group. And it's totally free, all of it, every step of the way. So just come on in. Let me know you're interested that you would like to get access to that free course. And then I'll take it from there and make sure that you get it. All right. Should we dive into today's topic? I think it's time. Time for talking about time, right? So what is this equation? The equation of resolving ongoing pain is intention plus experience plus time equals change. (laughs) Um, It's pretty simplistic because I'm not a mathematician. I'm sure somebody could come up with a much more eloquent equation. But you get the idea. You can picture it in your mind, right? So I'm going to say it again. And it's in this order. Intention plus experience plus time equals change. Now, what happens is that we often get mixed up with time in the area of time because we have this thing called expectation because we have this thing where we have an awareness that time is there but we don't really have an awareness of how we're living through time so we can very easily get lost in time right and forgetful about experiences that we had yesterday, the week before, and we tend to take whatever it is in the now as, and we stretch it across time. This is the way it's always been. This is the way it will always be, right? We often do that without even realizing that we're doing it. That's just the kind of default belief that we have unless we challenge it. So, Time is where we get lost. And when we get lost in time, we lose connection with our intention, right? Because the default belief starts taking over and we lose connection with what we chose because we feel often like we can't choose. Choice becomes lost without connection to intention, right? That gets lost. And then in terms of experience, we don't then 
cultivate certain experiences for ourselves. We just get to experience whatever happens in the default sort of habit mode of our nervous system. We don't get to think about and curate our experience. One of the things that has really brought this to the fore for me recently is a book I've been reading. I'll tell you the book and the name of the author, and please excuse my pronunciation of the author. I looked it up. I couldn't find it, so I'm just going to do my best. I'll put it in the show notes. So the book is called The Joy of Living, and it's by Yonggi Mingyur Rinpoche. Mingyur Rinpoche, something like that. I'm looking at his face. It's <laughs> very nice smile. The Joy of Living. And the book is about his quest, really, for combining what he has experienced or putting what he has experienced into the context of the neuroscience of how we change our brain or our nervous system. So he has the practice but he doesn't have the science. So he has what he calls the how, and he's learned over the years about the why, why it works. And the reason this is so inspiring and what really gave rise to this topic today is how we forget, how we forget that change takes place over time. We know this. Right? We know that it takes a season for a garden to grow. We know that we aren't born knowing everything. We know that when we uh, take on a new responsibility, it will be some time before we learn all the ins and outs and how to run it smoothly. We know this, and yet we don't give ourselves the grace of learning. We don't give ourselves the opportunity to be a learner. And when it comes to making changes in your nervous system so that you can resolve ongoing pain issues, so that you have at, as your norm a sense of ease in your body, a sense of lightness on your heart, a sense of openness in your mind, right? Of conscious curiosity or whatever it is for you, right? Whatever it is that you are interested in bringing more of into your life. It's all about learning because we're talking about changing habits of being. But in order to change anything at that level, we need to implant new experiences into the nervous system. And we can't do that in a millisecond. We can implant one experience perhaps in a millisecond, but you've got billions of neurons that need all different kinds of stimulus that move in the direction or that speak about the experience that you're wanting to cultivate, right? So that's where the intention comes back in again and again and again and again. We want results and we want them yesterday. Am I right? <laughs> so, Here's the thing. Number one, simply remember the equation because when you're talking about change in the nervous system, you're talking about working with something that is naturally designed to 
be plastic, to adapt, to evolve. Think about how much change you've experienced over your lifetime. Think about how much you've adapted to at so many different periods in your lifetime. Think about just in the last two years, how much things have changed unintentionally inside your system. You have just adapted to the changes without you trying to adapt. And that is where you get into some maladaptive behaviors and habits, where instead of having intention, bringing intention into the equation, you just experience um, your body's default response, your nervous system's default response. And if we take the pandemic, I'm sure many of you can relate to that, that over time you experienced life yourself in this modern life differently than three years ago, but didn't feel like you had a whole lot of intention or choice in the way that you experienced yourself in this modern life post-pandemic, right? A lot of you probably felt like it's just been happening to you and you've just had to deal with it in the best way that you can. And with very little strong intention, there might be a little bit here or a little bit there, but this is, the de- this is the example of the default mode of your nervous system. It is adaptable. So all you have to do is look at your life to see that your nervous system adapts. And it's really important, as always, to look for that evidence and acknowledge it and recognize it. Because when we're faced with the, you know, pressure, what we create for ourselves is pressure to have to do or act towards change, we put up a whole wall of resistance and reasons why. And one of is that we say it's hard, it doesn't work, all these things. But just look at how well and, and smoothly your system has adapted over the last several years. And then explain that to yourself, right? It's a matter a little bit of needs must, but imagine that you're in that place now. You can decide that you're in a needs must and be ready. And remind yourself, oh, that this is, this is actually quite simple. This can be quite fluid. This can be easier than what I ever imagined it might be. And then, of course, the other example that is too obvious that I have to bring up is the way that your body has adapted to pain, right? So you haven't lived with pain all your life or the same pain all your life. It's probably changed at different times or come when before it wasn't there. And you just adapted your life around the experience of having pain Whether you wanted to or not, you just did because that's what you do. You are an adaptive being. So now we're going to take that back into your hands with some intention and put yourself in experiences that curate your experiences that highlight more of what you want, right? Such as listening to this podcast, (laughs) such as coming to all of the free offerings that I'm giving this month, right? 
putting intentionally, putting yourself intentionally into experiences that benefit your life in a way that you desire. Let's talk a little bit about experience and then we'll talk a little bit more about time. Actually, let's talk about them together because they really go together. (laughs) Okay, so in terms of how these two interplay, when we think of time, we're thinking of some future result that we don't have in the now, often when we're working towards something, right? And so what we're experiencing in the moment is lack. So our experience becomes what we don't want. Oops. (laughs) I'll say that again. So our experience unintentionally, of course, becomes what we don't want when we are thinking only of the future, when we are living toward our goal and not in the experience of the moment with intention. So the way to think about this is that the potential for change that you want is born in the moment in each moment. And then an important part of that is understanding that your past does not dictate your future. This is another common mistake that we make many, many times. We think that because we had one experience yesterday or the day before or multiple times, maybe even, that that means we'll have that same experience again tomorrow and the next day and the next day and the next week month year after that we make that conclusion we come to that belief but that is an opinion we make it so by believing it so it's important to remember that your past does not dictate your future one way that you can open this up is to understand or to dive into more directly your experience in the moment and experience it more fully rather than just one sliver. Usually we just experience a sliver. And that's fine to do like for the most part, but you need to give yourself time and experience with the moment in its entirety in its wholeness so that sliver that we often experience is like one might be this isn't working we might experience in one sliver of the moment which is my back hurts my back hurts my back hurts that's just one sliver of that experience of that moment and the more you are able to dive in and open up that experience for yourself instead of just that one narrow view, that's when you start to get access to other possibilities, 
other experiences, other aspects or facets of that moment or the next or the next or the next. It starts to be able to open up to you. And you can do that because you bring intention for the change that you want or the kind of experience that you want to curate in your mind and body. I don't want to be a prisoner to my pain anymore. Okay. Then you have to think beyond your pain. You have to think and be present to more than your pain. You have to be present to some aspect of your pain that you haven't realized yet. You have to be open to something about that pain or, or that moment hasn't been revealed to you yet. And you do this once, twice, three times, and then again and again and again and again. And you repeat it. You don't have to do it every second of every day, but you do have to do it. And you do have to do it with some regularity and you have to find out how. Can you do that? Do you need to set aside time for yourself once a week? Great. Studies have shown that people who do 20 minutes of relaxation a week experience a reduction in pain. 20 minutes a week. That's a good place to start. So you don't have to do 20 minutes every hour if you're one of those uh, perfectionists out there with chronic pain. I know there are many of us. <laughs> you could just start with 20 minutes a week. Or you could just start with going for a walk. Or you could just start with, I don't know. Let's see. When am I interested? And play with it. Then play with the equation. Intention plus experience plus time equals change. So one of the strategies, tools that you can use for this is really fun and so revolutionary. It's wild. It's going to blow your mind and it's called writing. It's called writing in a journal (laughs) and tracking your experience. And the reason this is helpful because you can look back and have you ever kept a journal and been like, oh my gosh, that's so funny. Look at what I was thinking then. Huh. What what was going on in my mind to make me think that, right? Um, so you can look back on it. But also, I'll remind you, because we all need reminding all the time, that writing is movement. It helps you to process your experience so that it becomes more integrated helps you to learn. If you don't give your mind and body new and novel experiences connected to an intention, you will not experience the change you desire. It's unlikely. You will not just get better by being or doing more. But with intention, you can experience changes that you want. So what do you want? 
instead of thinking only about what you don't want, how could you start thinking more about what you do want? Put your mind to that. What would you like? What would you like to experience a little bit more of? What if it's just connection with myself? I'd like to experience a little bit more of that inner wisdom. And I'd like to experience a little bit more of the beauty of nature. I'd like to experience my breath. Right? So it can be something simple. It doesn't have to be Mount St. Helens. It could just be your backyard. Give yourself a little bit of time to think about it. Let it simmer and explore or see what it is that you are offered, that comes up, that you're inspired about to put your intention toward. Have a lovely week. I'll speak to you soon. Thanks for tuning in this week. Hey, I've got some exciting opportunities for you all through the month of October. So check it out. I'm going to be offering a number of free classes and workshops. That's right. Free. I want to invite you into my world a little bit more and give you the opportunity to explore yourself through these practices and to see what they have to offer you. I'll be offering a number of mind-body movement classes, so you'll have several opportunities to explore that, and some awareness through writing workshops, which if you haven't experienced this yet, I highly recommend that you check those out because they are really impactful, and some free coaching opportunities. So there's lots of stuff. It's going to be a fun month. I can't wait to share this with you. It all begins this Friday. October 7th with a mind-body movement class. It's starting at 11 a.m. Pacific. That's 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Now, to get access, the best way is to make sure that you're on my mailing list because that's where all of the information will definitely go out. If you're not on it already, you can go to www.movetonourish.com. That's move to nourish.com and sign up there. You can also email me there through a form I have on the site. You can always contact me on Facebook or through Instagram, and that's move to nourish with the number two. So my intention with all of these different offerings this month is to really give you that opportunity to experience what it's like to play in these different facets of yourself in these different areas and what happens when you bring it all together, right? Instead of just doing one thing or the other thing, just focusing on your body or your mind, but really bringing it together in a holistic way. I want you to be able to dive into that experience and really get a taste for what it's like. And if you know of other people who you think would be interested, make sure you share it with them. Let's get as many people involved in this wonderful work as possible and share the love. I can't wait to dive into this experience with you. It's really going to be 
an amazing, beautiful month. So I will see you inside. Make sure that you're on the email list. Make sure that if you're not getting emails, you're reaching out to me and letting me know. I want to make sure that you have access if you want it. So please don't hesitate to reach out to me. I will get you connected. I'll see you there. Thank you.